Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. I tried to say goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. My world crumbles when you are not here. Those words are synonymous with one of the biggest songs of 1999. Macy Gray's I Try. Macy Gray, the renowned artist, actor, activist and strong woman, is no stranger to saying what needs to be said and acting on her words. The musical bodies of work Gray has produced throughout her career are a testament to her exquisite vision and unyielding devotion to her craft. Her sleek, sultry and mature take on R&B draws from decades worth of history. Yet her ability to still sound forward-thinking and fresh is what reaffirms and reasserts her as a signatory rarity music whom millions continue to treasure. Since Macy broke into the music scene in 1999 with the release of her debut triple platinum selling album On How Life Is, she has become a powerhouse of R&B and soul. She has amassed a devoted global fan base and sold over 25 million albums globally. A five-time Grammy nominee, Macy received the Grammy Award for Best Pop Vocal Performance in 2000 for her iconic song, I Try, and has received two Brit Awards. 2023 saw the release of Macy's latest album, The Reset. Having been in the entertainment industry for over 20 years, with more to come, up next on Slebsvant, we've got Macy Gray. Where do we find you in the world? How are you doing? And what's happening? What's happening in your life? Well, at the moment, I'm on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in Florida at the moment, Destin, Florida, which I had never heard of till I got here. <laughs> it's a really beautiful place, though. It's a big beach outside my hotel, and I'm laying in bed talking to you. Yeah, that's about it. Is it hot there? Okay, so I'm looking at the TV. It says 73 degrees to be exact. So, Macy, you've been in the industry for a number of years. Uh, so let's rewind. So at what age did you decide, cool, I want to be in the entertainment industry, whether it was as a child or a teenager? And I know it's a number of years. So the Macy Gray hybrid journey version of the entertainment industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was a late bloomer. I didn't really commit to this till I was about 22. Okay. Maybe 23. I was I was very, very late at uh figuring out what I wanted to do with myself. So what was the what was the thing that said, cool, I want to do that? What was the light bulb moment for you? Mostly uh I just I just kind of uh gravitated to it always. I, I just always ended up in a studio or mm. uh if I was talking to somebody, he was always a musician and it was just always it just kept following me wherever I went, you know, I went to uh, USC to, to study screenwriting and, and, um, I hung out with musicians, the music students the whole time. <laughs> so, um, I guess it was just there and, and I had to, uh, you know, figure it out. So when you dove into it, did you think, cool, I'm going to win Grammys, be nominated to Grammys, sell millions of records? Or did you just say, okay, let's try it and see where it goes? Uh, no, I, I thought I was going to be like an underground artist. I thought I was going to be like one of those, like, um, it was like Annie DeFranco. Yes. <laughs> I've like, 
I thought I was going to make little records and some people would hear them because I knew I wasn't a pop artist. I knew I wasn't like when I was coming up, Janet Jackson was very popular and Mariah Carey. Those yes. were like your biggest stars and, and uh, Madonna. And I couldn't dance and sing and I didn't really sound right on that kind of music, like straight up mm. pop. So I thought I was going to be like some, you know, just some like, you know, maybe you'd catch me at a jazz club one day. <laughs> <laughs> and so when it all happened, I was blown away. I was, no one was more shocked uh, at how my career has gone more than, more than me, for sure. A lot of people have that imposter syndrome where they feel like, is it me? Should it be happening to me? Why is it happening to me? Being shocked, did that also come with a feeling of that imposter syndrome? No, I never had an imposter syndrome. I, okay. I've, I, I knew I had an interesting voice, so uh, I knew I could do something. I just didn't know what it would be. But um, no, I never like felt bad or questioned what, okay. why, why me. I never did that. Only when bad things happen do I say that. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we all do that. <laughs> why do I have to get up early? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into your creative brain and creative mind. So from zero to a three to four minute song, what inspires it? What invigorates it? What is that process? Has it changed over time? Is it the same every time? How do you create music? Uh, well, there's different ways. Uh, a lot of times I'll, I'll hear a melody in my head. You know, they just kind of come come to me. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'll I'll sing it and I'll sing it for somebody and I mean not somebody but you know my musicians or my producer and then and then they'll make um then we'll get into making a song about it you know or but I would say lately most everything I write is inspired by uh something that's already started like like the whole reset was the we were all plugged in and we were all just kind of freestyling and they would uh, just uh, like improvise ideas and, and I would write to those. So that the all of reset was, was me after the music was created, you know? So, but they're different, you know, um, how each, each song is, is really comes to life, you know? But I think, uh, and a lot of times I'll get excited about something and then the next day I think it's horrible. So, it's it's all about the ones that stick, you know. Like I think, um, if you, if you still remember it the next day, like if I if I hear an idea in my head and I still, and I wake up and it's still there, then I figure maybe I got something. If I forgot about it, then it's probably because it was forgettable. So the ones that are horrible are those the forgettable forgettable ones, and then you just push them aside, or do you rework them to make them uh, rememberable? Sometimes, so, sometimes I'll, I'll have like there'll be something about the song, and I really want to make it work, or or and then, but but I've learned you can't really force it. Like honestly, if it's not coming together, it's probably not. Mm. It's not gonna come together. <laughs> like it's, if it's not working for you, then it's not gonna work for anybody else. You know? Okay, I get it. So I've learned not to force stuff. Okay, like I used to, and. So let's dive into the new new album, Reset. We've already mentioned it. Tell us a little bit more. You know, let's unpack it. Any favorite songs, things to look out for? Or is it a love 
great love of the whole uh, package? Um, yes. So the reset was, uh, uh, I've been touring with the same guys off and on for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, we always talked about like, let's make an album together. And they all, you know, they always had ideas for me and stuff like that. So, um, COVID comes around <laughs> and suddenly, oh, we had a, a huge year coming up and it just went away. Everything got canceled. So I said, well, let's, let's go in and make that album we were always talking about, you know, on a whim. Like, I, I didn't go in like, oh, I'm going to go finish an album. It was just really like, we didn't have much to do. And then, but on day one, it was, it was something. I think, I think everybody was uh, really in their feelings and everybody had so much to say and everybody was really raw at that time. Cause, cause we were all had to change and we were all freaked mm -hmm. out, you know, so, and I think all that comes out in the album. So it was a, it was a really, uh, great time to make a record. I think as, as, as horrible as it was, it was a, it was a good time if you were creative, if you were like a writer or, a musician or artist or something. Absolutely. After all these years of being in the industry, what keeps you going back on stage? What about it do you keep enjoying performing live? It's just a feeling. I, I wish everybody could have that feeling because mm. it's it's just that feeling that you only get on stage. Um, you get up there and everybody's happy to see you and they scream, you know, you say like the other day, all I did was shake my hips and they all just started screaming. <laughs> and in real life, that doesn't happen. So, yes. um, you know, and they come out and the way they, they, they bought tickets and they just want to see you. And I wish everybody could, could, could know what that feels like, you know, and then you say, put your hands in the air and they all do it, mm. you know, and then you say, Everybody dance and then they dance, you know, like they do whatever you say. You're like Jesus up there. So <laughs> yes. um it's definitely something that I, you know, look forward to still. Like I I I I love being around in that environment, like touring. I like the hustle of it and, and being around musicians and everybody's focused on making a show, you know. Like yeah. some people wanna make cars and they wanna yes. save the world and we just want to give everybody a good hour and a half. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's it's simple and it's and it's awesome, you know. So Macy, I know if I had to ask you this question in two minutes, two days, two hours, I recognize and I understand that your answer will be different every time. But if okay. you had to push play to five songs by other artists, once we finish this conversation, what would those five songs be and by whom? Okay, there's so many songs. That's such a big question. Oh my god! <laughs> time, time, time. Okay, boogie, book. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Reggae Woman by Stevie Wonder. That's just one of my favorite goats yes. to ever. I wish I didn't miss you by Angie Stone. Uh, Ramble on by Led Zeppelin. Well, how many was that? Three. Yeah, two more. Two more. Um. Uh, flashing lights by Kanye West. Gosh, you're killing me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Nina Simone does a cover of My Way. That's just insane. You gotta hear it. Most people, when I say that, they didn't, they never heard it, but, um, it's like the most, the best cover that there ever was. Beautiful. So, Macy, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. So, as a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? Um, that, your life will 
level up exponentially once you listen to my album. No, really, it's just such a feel-good album. It's good for the heart and the soul and the ears. And um, I would tell everybody to, to to be good to themselves and to come come to the shows. Yep. Go on uh, MacyGrayWorld.com and you'll see all the tour dates. And just uh, and just be good to yourself. That's just really the most important thing. Amazing. And I and I hope you come out to see us. 